Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Today we're going to talk about the greatest, well, one of my favorite companies out there. It's going to be Amazon. Uh, Amazon.com Incorporated. Just one of the best companies you could have you owning your portfolio. Now, look, you're probably thinking, Mike, why would I want Amazon in my portfolio? Their share price is outrageous. They're sort of overvalued. What can I do? First off, there's always fractional shares, just to let you know. Amazon's a behemoth. It's not going anywhere. And if it does, I'd be shocked. If it does go somewhere, I'd be insanely shocked. But this is a good company to have in your portfolio, obviously. If you're looking to to maintain a strong portfolio, even fractional shares, I think that during a market crash, you could pick up whatever amount of Amazon.com stock you want. And I... This is the best time to buy if if the market really crashes, man. And and the way I look at it is 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 like this: the market's pretty much there. I mean, if you look at it, we are looking at a we're looking at a market crash, whether we like to admit it or not. And my problem is, I don't think anybody's exactly being honest about it. I just don't. I just don't think people are being truly honest about. Just the way the economy is right now. I just don't think they are. And in the way I look at it, it's like, you know, when are we going to be honest about this, folks? I mean, supply chains are running dry. We're having shortages left and right. This is not good. We're out of workers. We're... <laughs> there's supply chain shortages all over the place. I think there's something we don't know. And I think that it's time we stop kidding ourselves about this economy. It's maybe not, I mean, it's decent. It's a good economy, man. We, we, there's a lot of automation, for instance, in manufacturing, which is incredible. It, it makes it to where we don't exactly need uh, manual labor for a lot of things. Um, but the way I look at it, it's like this. It's like we got to find a way to <sighs> hold on. I got to pop my neck. But we're looking at Armageddon. We're looking at we're looking at a time where I just don't think things are gonna go as as well as everybody thinks they are. You know what I mean? Like we're we're facing a dilemma right now. In in the real dilemma that I could I could say right this instance this instant nobody's talking about is just the supply chain shortage, um, and I think Amazon's going to be affected by this negatively for some time. However, Amazon is big enough and strong enough to survive just about any sort of economic crash. So this is one of the reasons why I tell everybody: uh, make sure you have Amazon in your portfolio. Having Amazon in your portfolio is probably one of the smartest things that you could do as a as a, as an investor. In uh, if you're just investing in single stocks, uh, Amazon.com is where it's at. You can't go wrong with Amazon. So, and I'm hoping everybody does follow my lead at this point. But you know, I don't expect everybody to follow my lead. And uh, you know, I 
I just hope people make really good decisions with their investments. That's all I ask, you know, make the best decisions you can and just be intelligent about all of it. Um, yeah, let's talk about Amazon though. Here, here is just, there's a few reasons I love Amazon.com uh, stock in general. Let me make sure I actually have the right information pulled up real quick. Google Finance. Nope. There we go. Perfect. All right. So I was able to pull up the good stuff. Now, here's the thing about this. Let's make sure I got this up here. Okay. There we go. Sorry. Things are being a little bit slow, <laughs> just slightly. Um, so we're going to look up his Amazon. It wasn't as prepared as I wanted to be. And here we go. Perfect. So I just pulled up the Amazon stock. You'll have to forgive me. My voice is a little bit off today. Um, I don't exactly sound as great as usual. I mean, I usually sound a little bit off, but... Yeah, Amazon going down 7.56% today. I'm a little bit disappointed in myself for not taking advantage of such a dip. Normally, a dip like this is... Well, first off, something anybody should take advantage of. But the P.E. ratio is... 57.9. Now they are overvalued. Let's go over what Amazon actually is, though, just in general. So, Amazon.com Incorporated is an American multinational uh, technology company which focuses on e commerce, cloud computing, digital streaming, and artificial intelligence. It is one of the big five companies in the U.S. Uh, information technology industry, uh, along with Google, Apple, Microsoft, and Facebook. The company has been referred to as one of the most influential economic and cultural forces in the world, as well as the world's first, the world's most valuable brand. Jeff Bezos founded Amazon from his garage in uh, Bellevue, uh, Washington, on July 5th, 1994. It started as an online marketplace for books, but expanded to sell electronics, software, video games, apparel, furniture, food, toys, and jewelry. In 2015, Amazon surpassed Walmart as the most valuable retailer in the United States by market capitalization. In 2017, Amazon acquired Whole Foods Market for $13.4 billion, which substantially increased its footprint as a physical retailer. In 2018, its two-day delivery service, Amazon Prime, surpassed 100 million subscribers worldwide. Amazon is known for its disruption of well-established industries through technological innovation and mass scale. So, in short, Amazon's a behemoth. It buys out whatever company it wants, and there's nothing wrong with that. Look, if monopolies happen... But I'm surprised to see a 7.56% drop of Amazon. That's insane. I can't believe I didn't get in on this today. I wasn't paying attention. I'm usually a big volatility trader. Um, but missing out on this opportunity, I feel kind of like a dunce. Because like I said, Amazon is a great company. You could buy this at frac in fractional shares for fuck's sakes. And why not? <laughs> you know, why not? You know, they, they, they're... Their market capitalization is a little bit high. 
in my opinion. I still think they're extremely overvalued. They're a great company, but hey, look, when the market crashes, and I believe it will, and I do believe there's hyperinflation around the corner, we have to keep in mind that what we know as an economy may go down. But one of the reasons why I keep telling everybody keep cash on hand to buy into Amazon, to buy into these companies, you really got to take advantage of all these deals and in the marketplace because great companies are going to be dipping quite a bit. And to see Amazon dip 7.5% and I missed out on a great buy saddens me because that's a great deal. Even though it's overvalued, Amazon is always going to be the company you want to have in your portfolio, especially in a dip. So I feel like an idiot, but that's okay. I made, I've made i been making a lot of money off volatility trading, so it doesn't really matter in the end. But I do like to be a part of Amazon, so whenever there's a dip, buy Amazon. For sure. <clears throat> oh, okay. So in conclusion, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. And I don't blame anybody for noticing this uncertainty. Where are we going to go from here? Well, who the hell knows? And the market before COVID was already overvalued. The market... During COVID was still definitely overvalued because everybody is investing into the market through S&P 500 indexes and NASDAQ QQQ indexes. So now, even post the pandemic, the economy is, the entire markets are dancing on a knife's edge and it is about to break. I know nobody believes me when I say this <clears throat> because nobody likes a doomsday person. And you can call me a pessimist, that's fine. I don't really give a shit. I will say this though. Market always rebounds. Uh, I just I'm not even a realist. I just understand history. And that's all you need to understand is human nature and what do human beings do all the time? They overhype things, they get things really pumped past valuation. This happens in the market all the time. And then earnings come News comes about the company. This happens with penny stocks 24-7, and people fall for this garbage all the time. Um, I figure if there's articles being written about a company and it's positive, you're probably too late to the party. You're going to be a bag holder one way or another. Um, the point I'm trying to make here is you just want to get great companies when when this market crash happens, right? When there's blood in the streets, you gotta, it's when you gotta get greedy, right? That's all there is to it. That's, that's the, that is the investor's motto in the market. So until Warren Buffett got rich, that's how a lot of people got rich, to be honest. You just gotta find great deals on great companies when everybody's freaking out. And because people are gonna get rid of these incredible companies, and they're gonna come, they're gonna come right back to these incredible companies too. And they'll realize, oh, I shouldn't have sold off so soon. Better get back on the train. And the problem is everybody's riding the momentum when they should be riding the downswing. This is something I do, and this is how I continue to make money. I ride the downswing. I do what everybody else is not doing. I see the, the economy dip, and I'm like, I'm full bore. I'm excited. I'm buying more. 
and I'll keep buying more companies. That's just how I'm wired. That's how I work. And I also realized it works. Do the math. You know, buy great companies uh, at great discounts. You'll be totally fine for a while. You get to collect the dividends. You get to, Basically, you're getting paid rent to buy and hold great companies at great prices. And then eventually the value of the companies goes up and you make make a great fat profit it is incredible and i think most people don't realize how incredible of an opportunity it is when when stocks go down so cherish this moment cherish the fact that the market's going to crash because it's going to suck for a lot of people but it doesn't have to suck for you is all i'm trying to say you the viewer don't have to fall behind you can stay ahead of the curve invest in great companies Keep cash, keep cash on hand, and just be smart about all this. <clears throat> Hold on. But no, I do want you to be all very smart about this, and, and, and I'm hoping these videos are helping. Um, look, you, can, you all can do this without me. You don't need me over your shoulder. You don't, need, you, you don't always need to watch these videos. You just need to take away... A few key points, a few key philosophies. You always, first off, you always got to be in the right mindset. What's in here matters um, when investing. The second thing is, look for the great companies, man. Don't don't go for all the hype. Um, look at the balance sheets. You can actually find a lot of great information just by using the Google Finance app through Google Chrome. That's all I ever do. I use the Google Finance app. I look for great companies. I look at their website. I look at their product pipeline. I, you know, I look at all the news stories about them as well. I don't believe all the news stories, but um, I try to get multiple sources and I try to be very smart about it. So Amazon is a must, even on the dip today. That's a crazy dip. I'm so pissed I missed the dip. When I miss a dip, I'm just pissed I didn't buy. That's all I'm ever pissed about. I'm not pissed that a market dips. I think the problem is so many people care about that. The stock market, and a friend of mine and I were talking about this, but I, the stock market is the only market where people freak out when it dips. You notice that? When the, when the housing, when housing prices go down, people are excited because they get to buy a home at a cheaper price. But when stocks go down, people are just like Armageddon. It's like, wait a minute, you guys don't realize that you can get stocks at a cheaper price just the same way that you can get a house at a cheaper price. That's what people don't seem to get in the markets. Um, and in that simple philosophy is what is the difference between a great investor and an average investor. And my only advice to you guys out there listening to this program is don't the best. My best advice to the average investor, like my boy Robert Kiyosaki would say, is don't be average. Don't think like an average person. Think like a freak. That's really is what it boils down to. Um, when I'm investing, I'm typically thinking like a weirdo. I'm thinking like a freak. I don't think like a normal person. And um, I really hope that you don't think like a normal person when you're investing either, because I think you're better than thinking too, too in the box. You know, there are better things that you could be doing. And I hope this message... Uh, Makes sense to you, a lot of you guys, because I do want to help everybody out. I want to see people win. Uh, I want to see people succeed, and I hope you guys do. Um. Anyway, I will. Uh, 
highest upside is yeah i um so good question i mean good 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 statement uh jesse b i appreciate the statement um you're right um if marijuana for instance becomes legalized in way more states and way more places or better yet the borders between canada and america allow for free trade with marijuana when it comes to taking marijuana across the borders then absolutely i think the pot stock industry i think I mean, for me personally, the only stock I'm kind of into, um, well, I bet against primarily because I'm not, I don't have that much faith in the weed industry. I just don't. Um, it's really oversaturated. The market's crazy. But I do, I do have faith in investors' FOMO about weed stocks. So I constantly, um, I make sure that when Sundial dips, I buy more, buy more shares is I have a lot of put contracts that bet against Sundial, and they're already in the money. So as long as Sundial keeps dipping, I'm just going to keep buying more shares to kind of be like an insurance policy for my put contracts, because I don't want them to expire worthless. I don't want to lose out on those premiums. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun, though, and who knows? I, Sundial has become a meme stock, so it'll be interesting. Um, but I don't want this episode to drag on too much longer. I want to do another episode here in a few moments. We can continue the discussion, uh, Mr. Jesse B, uh, on this here in a few moments. But, but, but yeah, all it'll take is illegal to legal in a lot of places. And then uh, the Canadian pot stocks will start rising because all the investors will start, start fumbling, that fear of missing out. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, thank you guys for viewing this uh live broadcast and i will see you on the